What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Neverland Podcast 004. Up to Neverland. Take a start of the right and stay until morning. Neverland. Good morning, Neverland! All right, grab your nearest pixie, sprinkle a little bit, have some happy thoughts, and we're off to Neverland again. Well, I have now made it to a fourth show, who would have thought, and I'm still going to talk about Christmas. But we're going to have some couple of movie reviews, because somebody was supposed to be on the show last week, and I really didn't have time, so with me today is Heather. Say hello. Hello. Heather gets to be on the show again. Yay! Oh, that was delayed. <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to do. Well, I thought you'd be happy about being on the show again. So, but anyways, this is the Neverland Podcast, and I'm your host as always, Jeremy, and of course, Heather gets to come along for the ride today. Uh, we're going to do something kind of different. Uh, I figured at some points there are our movies that I would say would be appropriate for reliving our childhood in some fashion, or just the big kid and you will love this movie, uh, and that's kind of a lot of the movies we go see, really. Most of the time. Uh, nodding your head does not show up on a, co- a podcast. <laughs> she did. She just nodded her head in agreement when I looked at her. Oh, isn't she adorable? Um, but anyway, so we actually, over Christmas holiday, we went to go see two movies. So what were those two movies? Well, we went to go see The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog, and um, The uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Yep. And feel free to speak up a little louder. Go ahead. I want people to hear you. Um, so, all right, so we'll start with our, our kind of review of The Hobbit. How this fits as being a, a, a childhood sort of thing is I think most of us when we were younger did probably read The Hobbit, uh, if not on our own, then at school. Um, so, all right, so I, I will say I, I did like the movie. I have liked both Hobbit movies. They were good movies. Uh, I was a little underwhelmed with the first one because... I didn't need to see Frodo going to the mailbox and things like that. There was there was some stuff they added that I didn't seem to, really didn't fit to me, and so I was kind of I was afraid this time it was going to be more of the same because uh, really the commercials and you know this I'd sit there in commercials she was getting excited and I was sitting there going I haven't seen anything that actually looks like it's from any of the story of the Hobbit yet. There's like three clips and but you really really wanted to go and so I said okay well I will take you we will go 
And uh, I uh, pretty much was underwhelmed again. It's still a good movie, but there was a lot of stuff they cut from the books that's actually some really fun parts, uh, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but at the same time that they cut some stuff that's really a lot of fun, they added three times as much, and so I, I had it begs the question, really, uh, if you were going to add a bunch of stuff, why just why not just keep what you did have and then add some things? Uh, and then, you know, kind of make a you know new story out of it if you wanted to but really to me the title character of the hobbit of bilbo seems to almost like an afterthought in this one what do you think well i know like you had said there were a couple of scenes that from reading the book i was really wanting to see um and see come alive on the screen and was disappointed a little bit because they did not um, do it like the book, or they kind of skimmed over those parts that would have been, um, you know, some moments of levity and some moments that were, um, you know, memorable for us, the readers, um, and then added, you know, some some fight scenes and things like that that weren't um, really as important to move the plot along. Um, yeah, kind of flesh out maybe some details uh, more instead of adding new plot lines all together, uh, which is really unnecessary. I mean, we're, we are dealing with The Hobbit was a children's book, and it's very lighthearted and very much fun. And the first one, I think, still had some of the fun and the humor, but this one, it seemed to lose some of the humor. Uh, there was no, uh, for those of you who've read the book, there was no Abercup chase or anything of the fun of that scene. It was just, aha, we're going to fight the spiders, ta-da! And then here come the elves, you know. Uh, not to say that this was not an enjoyable movie. If you it was had fun. Yeah, if you've never it read the fun. book, I'm sure you're going to have a good time. And if you're sticklers like us that we like the books, uh, then you'll probably be fussy like we are. But you know, not to say we didn't like the movie. It's still a good movie, and it's worth going to. It's, it's so. fun. It's, it's a fun uh, uh, viewing. And there were some things that they did add, a little bit of a, of a romance and things that was not in the book. But it was Yeah, they it was added nice. a character just for to have a romance with a, with a, to make more of a character out of somebody who wasn't more than a side character in the book. And it, it was nice to see that. It, it was fun for the movie and moved the movie along. But if you read the books and there were things that you were excited to see um, have happened, might be a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, they did a great job with Smog, though. And that the first scene here with him talking to Bilbo was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did go extended. They did want to, you know, I guess, add a bunch of stuff, which was which was fine, where the dwarves actually did make an attempt to kill Smog and fail. Instead of, like, in the book, they just kind of, uh, they were very dependent upon Bilbo, like, oh, hey, go grab this. And no, that's not it. Try again, you know. Uh, uh, and then when Smog leaves, because he's just you know frustrating, goes after the you know, the village. They they come in and they're going, hey, the dragon left. Uh, he might come back eventually, but look, we can find the Arkenstone and all that stuff. So, but overall, yeah, go ahead and see the Hobbit, but uh, you know, don't look for too much of the book. Uh, the, just go and enjoy it. Just go and enjoy it. It is fun. Yep. Um, and all right, so the second movie we saw was Saving Mr. Banks. Now this. This is not something really in your childhood that you can take your kid to because your, your kids are not going to be able to really get up with this one. They're going to be bored probably, maybe. Uh, but the reason why this is good for this is because in our childhood, that's probably one of our, you know, if not your favorite when you're a child, it becomes a favorite as you grow up and you learn to appreciate it more. But uh, it's pretty much about getting the rights to Mary Poppins. And it's neat to kind of learn about the author of Mary Poppins and because... Uh, 
if you're a Disney fan kind of like my I am, you already know she was kind of grumpy and she was a stickler for a lot of things, but it's neat to see a movie that shows why she was that way and what she, you know, really cuz apparently she was really hard to read in real life, but when you learn a little bit about her past and her story, you kind of get why she is kind of the way she is about things. Uh, so, But it was very, very fascinating look. Uh, as much as they kind of made a big deal of, oh, look, Tom Hanks is playing Walt Disney. It's not about Walt Disney. This is about uh, P.L. Travers, played very wonderfully by Emma Thompson. Uh, Tom, thank you. <laughs> I had a bunch of different last names come through my head, and none of them were right. Uh, but so, yeah, this was this was very good. This It has some moments of a little bit of levity, and it is it is fun watching some of the details if you've heard in the stories of the making of it like I have. It's fun watching it kind of brought to life, and a lot of effort was put in to kind of recreate the old Disney studios and the look of things and to try to be accurate, and you get to see a lot of, like, I think some actual copies of drawings when they were coming up with costumes and how characters should look, and it was really a lot of fun. But uh, keep in mind, this is not a documentary, so it is dramatized, but it's a very good story. And I know you liked it because you cried. Yeah, I, it was very dramatic, especially with um, there towards the end when uh, she was having, you know, breakthrough with working with the um, with the Disney guys. And um, and then as as you're going along with the story, not not to give any spoilers, and it's not really a spoiler, but there's lots of flashbacks to her to her past and to her family and things like that and so that also comes to a climax as you get closer to the end of them resolving and giving the rights over to Disney and finishing up you know the planning for the movie and I probably cried for like the last third of the the story because everything was so emotional and and that kind of stuff but I, that's kind of I, I tend to gauge a movie if it makes me cry it's usually a pretty good movie unless this this, this movie is so awful I'm going to cry <laughs> So, but yeah, it's usually pretty. When she gets all involved and emotionally involved, you know it's a good movie. So, but yes, definitely go see that. You know, it's not really something your kids are going to enjoy, but you know, it's a good couples movie. You know, go out, have a date night movie, and and just enjoy. Okay, well, without further ado, the theme of today's show is actually the well, the twelve days of Christmas because this is kind of an extended uh, weekend. Christmas was technically on Wednesday. But if you want to count 12 days, then I get to add at least another week on to celebrate and have some fun. Uh, so I picked my next topic as being the uh, 12 days of Christmas and various different incarnations. Uh, and a lot of them are parodies and a lot of them are fun. Are you looking forward to this? Yeah. Okay. Glad you're, you're with me on this. <laughs> she's just, she's just a very simple word. She just loves to smile and you know she's happy. So... You have to keep up with me somehow. But anyways, so now this first thing I'm going to play, I have some fun memories of this one. Uh, my grandmother, and I've mentioned this before, had a record of this. I figure if we're going to play a thing about the 12 Days of Christmas, we have to hear the normal version at first. And in order to hear it the normal way, well, we got to hear it the fun way, Neverland style, and hear the Muppets sing it. And I always remember this track from that record. And all the Muppets are here. Fozzie, Miss Piggy, uh, the taxi driver guy. Do you remember his name? I thought he was just a janitor. Well, but yeah. He doubled as a taxi driver. Yeah, he was a taxi driver. I remember taxi driver because in the Muppet caper he was driving a taxi. Um, but he was the janitor. I can't think of his name. But he's even him, he is in here. And even Lou, the fish-throwing guy, has got, a, got a, a thing. So, all right. But anyways, let's hear it. 
On the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me A partridge in a pear tree On the second day of Christmas my true love gave to me Two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree A partridge in a pear tree On the fourth day of Christmas My true love gave to me Four calling birds Three French hens Two turtle doves And a partridge in a pear tree On the fifth day of Christmas My true love gave to me On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six geese five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, nine ladies dancing, eight maids are milking, seven ones are swimming, six geese are laying. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five gold rings, bum 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 four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle and a partridge in a pear tree. Day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers piping, and lords a leaping, three ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five gold rings, bum bum bum, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree.
Bum, bum, bum. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Okay, I absolutely love that. And now it's time to turn a corner. And now we, we were kind of fairly serious. They sung it straight out, right? So now we're going to sing it the wrong way. And so this first one. is the 12 Pains of Christmas. And I remember hearing this one as a kid on the radio and just thought it was hilarious. Um, it is a little PG if you've got kids listening. So if you really would like to, you can fast forward about three and a half minutes. But it, it's not really that bad. Um, but anyway, the 12 Pains of Christmas. Yep, by the Bob Rivers Comedy Group. Christmas that's such a pain to me is finding a Christmas tree. The second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Sending Christmas cards Hangovers Rigging up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The fifth thing at Christmas That's such a pain to me Five months of bills Sending Christmas cards Hangovers Rigging up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The sixth thing at Christmas That's such a pain to me Facing my in-laws Rigging up these lights And finding a Christmas tree The seventh thing at Christmas That's such a pain to me The Salvation Army Facing my in-laws Five months of bills Standing Christmas cards Oh jeez I'm trying to rig up these lights And finding a Christmas tree The eighth thing at Christmas That's such a pain to me I want Red Farmer for Christmas what do you mean, your in-laws? Five months of bills. Ah, uh, making out these cards. Uh, Edith, get me up here, huh? Well, we have no extension cards. And finding a Christmas tree. The ninth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Finding parking spaces. Daddy, I want some candy. Donations. Facing my in-laws. Five months of bills. Writing out those Christmas cards. Hangovers. Now why the hell are they blinking? And finding a Christmas tree. The tenth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Batteries not included. No parking spaces. Buy me something. Get a job, you bum. Oh, facing the in-laws. Five months of bills. Yo ho, sending Christmas cards. Oh jeez, look at this. One light goes out, they all go out. And finding a Christmas tree. Christmas, that's such a pain to me. Stale TV special. Batteries not included. No parking spaces. Charities. She's a witch. I hate her. Five months of bills. Oh, I don't even know half these people. Uh, who's got the toilet paper? Got huh? a flashlight. I blew a fuse. And finding a Christmas tree. The twelfth thing at Christmas. 
Christmas, that's such a pain to me. Singing Christmas carols. Still TV special. Batteries not included. No parking. Yeah. Charities. Ah, gotta make them dinner. Five months of this. I'm not sending them this year, that's it. Shut up, you. Fine, you're so smart, you ring up the lights. Okay, see, that one's always a lot of fun. My mother absolutely hated that. Although, uh, it does remind me of my parents with the, you're so smart, you rig up the lights. That's kind of how my parents sounded. So, <laughs> I could relate to that. Uh, okay, now, since we did something, you know, slightly PG, because I think there's a minor swear, and there's, of course, hangovers in there. Let's really shift gears in something that's probably maybe a lot of people haven't gotten to hear before, but I absolutely love this. Uh, and a lot of these dishes I had never heard of before, so I felt cultural after I first heard this song. But this is the eight Polish Christmas uh, food items, uh, dishes, I think they call it, Polish food dishes, that I bring to the party. It's from Veggie Tales of all things. So it's really a lot of fun. It's a lot of different Polish foods. And after you hear the song, you're going to find yourself at the, at the supermarket and finding these foods in the frozen food section saying, I wonder what those taste like, and actually get curious enough, although we have yet to try any of these things. One of these days we're going to have to do it. I, when did you have a pierogi? We've had pierogies. We had pierogies? Yes, we had pierogies. When did we have pierogies? long time ago. You okay. Apparently not. All right, but yes. So here it is. It's some Veggie Tales with the uh, the eight Polish Christmas dishes. Yeah, that he brought to the party. What I bring you? What I bring you? I tell you what I bring you. The first Polish Christmas dish I bring to the party: a boiled potato top with dill weed. The second Polish Christmas dish I bring to the party Two steamed pierogies uh, What's a pierogi? It's a dough wrapped around meat oh. And a boiled potato top with dill weed The third Polish Christmas dish I bring to the party Three simmered guamkis What's a guamki? It's a cabbage wrapped around meat Oh! Steam pierogies and a boiled potato top with dill weed. The fourth Polish Christmas dish I bring to the party. Four baked paprikas. Now, what is a paprika? It's a bell pepper stuffed with meat. I see. Three filmed monkey steam pierogies and a boiled potato top with dill weed. The fifth. Christmas dish I bring to the party Five smoking kielbasa It's pretty much just meat Oh Four baked paprikas Three simmered guanky Toasting pierogies And a boiled potato top with dilly Sixth Polish Christmas dish I bring to the party. Six fried chickies. Let me guess, something in the meat family? Actually, it's a delightful pastry with a thin flaky crust. Oh! Paprikas, three simmered monkeys, two steamed pierogies, and a boiled potato top with dill weed. 
Seven Polish Christmas dish I bring to the party. Seven pity prunes. I don't like prunes. With this food, you'll need them, son. Oh, is that right? Christmas dish I bring to the party. Eight puppy seed cakes. Puppy, puppy, puppy. song is the 12 gifts of christmas um where this is about the silly gifts that you get and um kind of white elephant style and uh it's just kind of funny because as i listen to these i kind of think about the funny little gifts that i've gotten in the past um that you just kind of gotta love yeah it's by alan sherman on the first day of christmas my true love gave to me a Japanese transistor radio. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me green polka dot pajamas and a Japanese transistor radio. It's a Nakashuma. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Green polka dot pajamas and a Japanese transistor radio. It's the Mark IV model. That's the one that's discontinued. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love. A simulated alligator wallet. A calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Green polka dot pajamas. And a Japanese transistor radio. And it comes in a leatherette case with holes in it, so you could listen right through the case. <laughs> On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. A statue of a lady with a clock where her stomach ought to be. <laughs> a simulated alligator wallet. A calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Green polka dot pajamas. And a Japanese transistor radio. And it has a wire with a thing on one end that you could stick in your ear and a thing on the other end that you can't stick anywhere because it's bent. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a hammered aluminum nutcracker and all that other stuff. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a pink satin pillow that says San Diego with fringe all around it and all that other stuff. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me an indoor plastic birdbath. All that other stuff. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a pair of teakwood shower clocks. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. A chromium combination manicure scissors and cigarette lighter. And a Japanese transistor radio. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. 
an automatic vegetable slicer that works when you see it on television, but not when you get it home. <laughs> and the Japanese transistor radio. On the twelfth day of Christmas, although it may seem strange, on the twelfth day of Christmas, I'm going to exchange. <laughs> An automatic vegetable slicer that works when you see it on television, but not when you get it home. Protein combination manager, scissors and cigarette lighter. Pair of teak wood shower clogs. Indoor plastic bird bath. A pink satin pillow that says San Diego with fringe all around it. Hammered aluminum nutcracker. Statue of a lady with a clock where her stomach ought to be. Simulated alligator wallet. Calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Green polka pajamas. And a Japanese transistor. Ready. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody! While we're on the subject of Christmas gifts, uh, let's move on to uh, a slightly different uh, bunch of gifts, eh? Hey. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is probably going to be more fun for our Canadian friends. Uh, these two, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, that were played by Rick Moranis and uh, uh, Dave Thomas... Way back on a Canadian comedy show. Uh, this one I'm going to have to rank as a PG uh, for some of their gift ideas here at the beginning. It's still very, very funny. Uh, and I guess the only way to explain these characters is they, they always seem to me like Canadian rednecks, eh? Yep. Hey. Yay? Yeah. Okay, all you hose heads, here you go. Okay, good day. It's our Christmas part of the album, and you can play this at your Christmas parties. Uh, or to yourself on Christmas Eve if there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day. This is a Christmas part, and we're going to tell you what to get uh, your true love for Christmas. <laughs> Look out the window. Where? <laughs> what are you doing? Snow. What? Oh, it's a great white north, and it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey, Hoser. What? Uh, here's a quiz. Quiz for Doug. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Just um, figure it out, right? Christmas is when? Uh, the 25th. Right, and what's the 24th? Christmas Eve, right? That's, so that's two. two. And then what's after that? Uh, Boxing uh, wrestling day. day. No, get Boxing out. day, yeah, yeah. That's three. I know. Then what's after that? Nothing. New Year's. Four. And what's... New Year's Eve? Five. Okay. Where do you get 12. Uh, there's two Saturdays and Sundays in there. That's four. That's nine. And three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. Oh. Okay, now, this is our Christmas song. In case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. You start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French toast, two turtlenecks and a beer. That should be more there, right? Well, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. See, oh, yeah. more. A fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden toques, 
four pounds of bag bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the sixth, to go for Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two for five four pounds of bag bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Seven packs of smoke and skip. Oh, six packs of two five golden toots. Four pounds of bag bacon. Three French toast. Two turtlenecks. And a beer in a tree. This should just be the two days of Christmas. It's too hard for us. Um, go hoser. Oh, eight days of Christmas. Drew the gave to me. Eight comic books. Seven packs of smoke. Six packs of two four five. Okay, day uh, 12. Good day, and welcome to day 12. Yeah. Golden toots. Four pounds of bag bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a dream. Where did you learn to do that? Uh, albums? So, like, that's our song. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and good day. Good day. Everybody. Or on the twelfth day, you could have so gotten me a dozen donuts. Go on to the you stores, could have gone down and get some to presents. Like a good donut shop, where if you buy a dozen, you get another one free. And that has been thirteen for the thirteen days of Christmas. Next Christmas, get me a chainsaw. Hey. Boy, that song is a beauty. Move. Yeah, I think it ranks up there with Stairway to Heaven. And for our final, final, yeah, it final looks like song, this is the last one. Isn't that um, sad? Uh, well, for some people that maybe be tired of this song, that might be all right. That but we're these finishing are great. It. I love these. Um. Anyway, the, our last song is Sesame Street's version of the Twelve Days of Christmas, which of course includes all of our favorite Muppets from Sesame Street. Um. Back when. You know, there were a lot more variety, and, and Elmo wasn't quite as big as he, as he was. So yeah. um, Elmo was just one of many characters. Yeah, so um, just kind of the the, one, the the monsters that we grew up with singing like, 12 Harry Days of Monster. Christmas. I don't even think Harry Monster's on anymore, is he? I don't know if I've seen Harry like Monster in a long Sesame time. Street. And Cookie Monster still ate cookies. Well, he still does, but now he has to eat a vegetable with it. So. Um. Oh, but this is gonna be great fun. This is this is one of my favorite ones. It's just it's just adorable, and anything Muppets is great. And so we started with the Muppets, we're ending with Muppets, and that's a good way to, to do it. I love it. Here we go! On the first day of Christmas, my Trudeau sent to me. One delicious cookie. On the second day of Christmas, Elmo's true love sent to him two baby frogs. Just what Elmo always wanted. And one delicious cookie. 
On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. <laughs> On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me six rubber duckies, five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. On the seventh day of Christmas, someone sent to me seven rusty trash cans, six rubber duckies, five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eight counts accounting. Ha <laughs> ha! I love them all. Seven rusty trash cans. Six rubber duckies. Five argyle socks. Four woolly bears. Three footballs. Two baby frogs. And one delicious cookie. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me nine pounds of birdseed, eight pounds of counting, seven rusty trash cans, six rubber duckies, five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Ten triangles, nine pounds of birdseed, eight pounds of counting, seven rusty trash cans, six rubber duckies, five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eleven broken buildings, ten triangles, nine pounds of birdseed, eight pounds of counting, seven rusty trash cans, six rubber duckies, five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie. Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve, uh, twelve. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh dear. Eleven broken buildings, ten triangles, nine pounds of birdseed, eight pounds of counting, seven rusty trash cans, six rubber duckies, five argyle socks, four woolly bears, three footballs, two baby frogs, and one delicious cookie.
Okay, I am going to throw on one more extra song because this is the last Christmas show I am allowed to do this year. And hopefully next year I'll still be doing this and we'll have some more fun at Christmas because believe me, I have so much more I could play for you. Uh, But here is just wonderful, nice little song uh, that pretty much says everything you need to say at the end of Christmas. And presents put away Don't be sad There'll be so much to treasure About this Christmas day And the fun we've had So many happy feelings To celebrate with you And oh, the good times hurry by so fast But even when it's over Something you can do to make Christmas last. Keep Christmas with you all through the year. When Christmas is over, you can keep it near. Think of this Christmas Christmas is far away. Keep Christmas with you all through the year. When Christmas is over, save some Christmas cheer. These precious moments, hold them very dear. And keep Christmas with you all through the Christmas means the spirit of giving peace and joy to you. The goodness of loving, the gladness of living, these are Christmas too. So keep Christmas with you all through the year when Christmas is over. that's all for this week so everybody have a happy and wonderful new year celebration and a great 2014 bye happy new year bye-bye the neverland podcast is available on itunes and stitcher radio do me a quick favor and take a moment to go to stitcher radio or to the itunes store look up the neverland podcast and write me a quick review and give us a star rating it does help the algorithm and help a few more people find us also if you would like to share a story or contact the neverland podcast please email me at podcast at neverlandpodcast.com 
Also, you can follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. Also, find us on Facebook by simply searching The Neverland Podcast. And also, please do visit the website, NeverlandPodcast.com, where in the show notes you can find links to all the songs that we've played here today. All right, come back next week when we'll begin off our new year with uh, something completely different than what we've done before. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.